Hello, everybody. This is T.C. Rollins. And this is Rain DeGray. Welcome back to another fun-filled and fact-packed week of Dirty Talk After Hours. I like the alliteration. That's making me really happy. You always like alliterations. I do. I know what I like. <laughs> it's so easy to... to impress you with an alliteration. I there are, I'm easily impressed when it comes to alliteration. It's true. I, you just dazzled me. I'm just self-reporting. Just in case it comes through, we are recording this episode on the evening of July 4th. For those of you not in the United States, that is our Independence Day. And earlier, it was like a war zone out there. There's still some explosions going on. They've been going on for hours. Yeah, this is this is the day when we were finally able to tell England to suck it. Uh, and we're very independent, but the fireworks just keep going on and on. And my cats are hanging out under the bed and they are letting me know they would like for it to be over. People have been packing up the fireworks and waiting for this day for quite a while, at least judging by all the explosions going outside my window. Just bringing it up because in case any explosions come through, you know what's going on. It's not a bunch of cars backfiring. It is the 4th of July. It is. You said that it was the day that America told England to suck it? No, no, no. The day that we officially... That's not... The, the day that us telling <laughs> England... George. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I mean, they probably were a little bit more elaborate than suck it. But today was the day, um, because I paid attention in history class, that we were able to uh, consider ourselves a free and independent nation. Well, John Adams would tell you differently. But John Adams isn't here. He's dead. Well, according to John Adams, July 2nd was going to be the big holiday. As we all know, it should have been July 2nd because that's when the Continental Congress declared its freedom from Great Britain. But they didn't have the internet and it took longer for things to get out. So it's the 4th. That's just what it is. It was just the 4th because that's the date that was put on the Declaration of Independence. But John right. but John Adams, a couple of days before in a letter, said that the 2nd will be the most memorable epoca in the history of America, I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be solemnized in pomp and parade with shoes, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore. July 2nd shall live in infamy. <laughs> He was wrong. He was wrong. Because wrong. I went to the bank on July 2nd and I was actually able to make a deposit. Right. Well, sorry. Sorry, John Adams. You could suck it. <laughs> That's Just... also what we said to England. I'm actually a little disappointed. I have a sad that I'm going to share with you on this extremely patriotic and loud and noisy day is, have you ever eaten strawberry pie? Strawberry rhubarb pie? No, just plain strawberry, strawberry pie. pie. I don't think I've had plain strawberry. I've had strawberry rhubarb. I don't know why you need to throw a vegetable in with the strawberries. Well, I decided to celebrate our independence, sorry, John, from England today with making my very first strawberry pie, and it was a disaster. I think I now understand why people don't eat strawberry pies on the regular. It said only six simple ingredients. And I strawberries pie and whipped cream. Uh, n well, and some cornstarch and some sugar and a 
tiny bit of water and jello to make it set. Mm. But here's the thing. I got duped by the glorious, juicy, vibrant, glowing photos that having followed the recipe and made my own strawberry pie, it looks nothing like the photos. And I think that the photos are not an accurate representation of the recipe, but they were glorious food porn photos. And I looked at the food porn and I got all excited and I followed the recipe and uh, it doesn't look anything like those photos. I was lied to because not everything that you see on social media is accurate. That's true. Well, most food photos are they're glue and styrofoam. Yeah, that's the thing is that the strawberry pie specifically called for strawberry jello to make it set, but strawberry jello is not clear. It's red colored. And definitely with the stock photo, it was very clear, the jello, and it was incredibly glossy. And I think they used clear jello, lied about it, and then lacquered the top of it. And uh, I, I feel I feel a little, I feel a little lied to. My strawberry pie was a fail, and uh, don't believe everything that you see on the internet. That's according to Abraham Lincoln. It, and and also, as of now, Norway. Oh, Norway. Do you know why Norway says that? Um, because they want to be like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> No, but Norway did just pass a law that says it is now illegal to post photos without letting people know if the photos have been retouched. And basically what they are trying to do is prevent influencers from creating a unrealistic body image that causes body dysmorphia. Or an unrealistic pie image. Yeah. <laughs> if only your photos of strawberry pie had had disclaimers on them. Yes, they were lying to me. It was syrup. There was no jello involved. It was shellacked. I bet there was some hairspray and food dye. I'm very traumatized. Anyhow, uh, they Norway is attempting to combat body dysmorphia. And I've seen, uh, I remember reading an article of these two, I believe that they were Philippine influencers. And they had gotten together to do an influencer party. And someone had managed to see the untouched photos versus what they posted on Instagram. And you can't even tell it's the same person. Oh yeah. They made themselves taller. They completely reshaped their face. They made themselves lose the 20 pounds. They turned themselves into cartoons. Their eyeballs were huge. Their cheekbones were big. And if you saw the two photos side by side, you wouldn't think that they were the same person. By a sizable pass of 72 to 15 votes, Advertisements with alterations to a body's size, shape, or skin will need to be marked with a label. These changes will not only cover images where lips, waistlines, and muscles are exaggerated after the photo is taken, but also those with a filter in place, which a lot of people do filters, but you can make something look very unrealistic with filters. So if the new law is no filters, don't touch your lips, don't look at those muscles, keep away from those waistlines. So if I take a photo of myself using a cat filter, will I have to label I'm not a cat on the image? <laughs> you just might. Just so nobody's confused that You're I not a could cat. possibly be a cat. Well, we know you would never do that because you don't like cats and you don't use filters. Not I'm, in, that I'm, I'm aware indifferent of. to cats. 
You're allergic to cats. I'm allergic if, to cats. I, my, if I was allergic to cats, I wouldn't want to be near them either. No. We just got a new cat, and I still call it cat, even though its name is Nutmeg. It's cat to me. Hi, cat. How are you today, cat? You're such a warm and caring individual. The cat loves you. Meow, meow. Meow. All right. Well, you, you can call the cat cat, and your wife and daughter can call the cat its name. They can. Speaking of things that are illegal, it's not just filters and exaggerated lips that are illegal. Do you know another thing that's illegal? I know lots of things that are illegal. Many, many things are also illegal, but I'm sure that you have something in specific that is illegal that you are trying to segue to. <laughs> Smooth segue. Yes. Oh, it was it was smoother until you just glooped around in it and made it much less smooth. But I the, I had a setup. It was a very nice, smooth segue that I'm going to cherish, even if you curb stomped it a little bit. What's also illegal is smuggling uh, alleged ladies of the night into your prison cell and and taking photos of her bent over in a G-string on an illegal cell phone because you're also not supposed to have those. And I question, where do you hide the charging cord? Well, I, How do you... I, I would question, where do you hide the prostitute? <laughs> ah. Sure, I can understand smuggling a phone. Right, right. But I mean, first of all, obviously, this person has done other illegal things that has caused them to find themselves in a jail cell in the first place. So this Correct. is obviously not the first illegal thing they've done. Right. Uh, you can smuggle, I would imagine. I've never attempted, but I suppose you could smuggle both a charging cord and a cell phone in your prison purse, but it is much less likely that you could smuggle a prostitute in your prison purse. Probably not. This prison is dubbed Holiday Bay because of its lax regime, and it isn't actually a closed prison. So... There are, prisons have different levels of security, and this was one of the most lax and relaxed prisons. But the person in this prison decided, you know what I want is I want to hire, allegedly, an A-hooker, and then I'm going to smuggle her into my prison cell and do an impromptu lingerie shoot documenting it on my illegal cell phone and then get busted when the photo comes out. They probably would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for the photo shoot. They should have just banged her. <laughs> would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these snoopy kids. Fucking dog. Right. Did they also dog. start an OnlyFans? Because that's what everybody does these days. If you take risque photos, might as well start an OnlyFans and make some cash off of it. Um, possibly. He was planning on starting. He was in prison for drug offenses. And then he's while he's in this relaxed prison, he's like, I think... Allegedly, I'm going to start a prison OnlyFans and start smuggling in ladies and doing impromptu shoots. No, he got busted, and now he's in a more secure and less relaxed facility where he can no longer smuggle in alleged escorts. Kudos to the jail system to, for figuring that one out. <laughs> My God. I mean, it's not much of a punishment if you can go to a prison where you could sneak in a whole prostitute. Not just, <laughs> not just like one piece at a time. But the like whole, <laughs> just all whole, at once. Yeah. Whole yeah. prostitute. Right. One go. 
allegedly we don't know he could have been in a relationship with this person we keep saying allegedly because we want no legal liability because we ourselves don't want to wind up in a jail cell we are contraband prostitutes (laughs) correct we are choosing our words carefully here contraband prostitutes you know what contraband prostitutes make me think of i have no idea what contraband prostitutes make you think of Sex geckos. I'm, I'm sure somewhere in the, the twisted labyrinth of your mind, contraband <laughs> sex prostitutes and geckos. And, uh, okay, so, yeah, of course, sex geckos. Obviously, that was that was my second guess. Sex geckos in space. Oh yeah, no, that was actually my third guess. Is space sex geckos <laughs> with their little grippy paws? Uh huh. They're their large toes. Right. Uh, do you want to hear about sex geckos in space? I suppose maybe it's easier for geckos to have sex in space than people because they are stickier. They can stick to things better. I know one of the issues that people have having sex in space is that if I thrust, my partner would just be shot across the <laughs> other side of the capsule from myself. We would have to conjoin ourselves with Velcro in some way. It would be like some bizarre sex harness. A lot of kegels too, I would imagine. Like just you want that grip, like you want a vice grip. Like yeah. if you could if you could open up a water bottle, I know some people can take the lid off a water bottle with their grip. Um, those would be the best people to have sex with in space. I suppose. I mean, you're kind of limited to the people you can have sex with in space. So I don't know if NASA is checking everyone's PC muscle before they go into orbit. You want a strong pelvic floor and you want some grip. You gotta you gotta believe in yourself and practice practice no sex geckos hear me out okay imagine you're a gecko and you're minding your own business and essentially i'm imagining i'm a gecko i'm minding. you're a gecko just sticking to this wall right and then god comes along and rips you off the wall and shoots you into space and gets you blasted with radiation space radiation and watches you have a whole bunch of sex and then loses control of the spaceship that God shoved you in, and then the heating system stops working, and you freeze to death before you incinerate by plummeting back into Earth's atmosphere. It's the worst Netflix original (laughs) film I've ever seen. As it turns out, a few years back, uh, Russians who wanted to explore sex in space wanted to figure out because we've talked before about the you know, the implications of sex and space oh, and yeah, the logis- yeah. the logistics that we're trying to figure out and Russia's like I have an idea we will take these geckos and we'll shoot them into space and we'll watch them bang and we'll see how space radiation possibly affects the reproductive cycle what happened unfortunately is that Russia lost control of the ship and there was a fear that the satellite would plummet to its fiery gecko incinerating death when it re-entered the atmosphere as it turns out that's not what happened they also lost control of the heating and the geckos froze to death but the fruit flies that were also on the spaceship were okay fruit flies will survive anything even space and very cold temperatures but the geckos could not hang sorry sex geckos yeah it's, it's rough eh? you uh, th- I, it's like trying to explain the internet to an ant. A gecko couldn't possibly imagine we're going to shove you in a satellite and shoot you into space and watch you have sex. How do you, your little gecko brain couldn't even comprehend that. What? Okay. Hear me out, man. 
what if you and me are the equivalent of geckos and someone could come along and do something outside of our our capability for comprehension mm-hmm. there's got to be stuff out there that we're like ants to oh, yeah. well like i always say we are fish and time is our water well it's very profound it's deep think about it's it deep. on multiple levels yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. I'm I'm a fish. I'm in I'm in the stream of time. It's it's deep. Am I going backwards? Uh-huh. I'm very confused. Fish aren't that smart. Okay. Well, you can't imagine a non-temporal being. We're gonna okay. We're gonna go. We're gonna go deep here. Imagine, imagine. I don't, I, there's a book that was written by a monk. It was a mathematical book that was written by a monk called Flatland hundreds of years ago and it was about a two-dimensional species trying to imagine a three-dimensional species species right mm-hmm. as temporal beings it's nearly impossible for us to imagine non-temporal beings can can you just say species one more time but say it like sean connery would species thank you okay go on i'm listening <laughs> so anyways that, that's, that's that's your moment of deep thought for now right all right. Okay. Speaking so I'm done with the sex geckos. All right. So speaking of illegal things. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you know what else is illegal? Uh, Besides let's see. Other than photos other... of your contraband prostitute in your prison cell. <laughs> oh, um... oh, yes. Taking any sort of painkillers before you competitively shove a weasel down your pants. That's true. Mm-hmm. In, in ferreting, right? Is mm-hmm. it a weasel or is it a ferret? Oh, I, I think it's a weasel. Ferrets are ni- nicer. Whatever's the <laughs> a ferret's I mean, like are... a kinder weasel. Yeah, they are. They're a more but, mellow. No, weasel. no, yeah, I, I have heard that in like competitive yeah. whatever. You know, you can't you... drug yourself to. In, <sighs> you have to just raw, unchemically assisted endure the pain to your testicles and tackling unit of a weasel in your trousers i have yes. i have heard that in competitive weaseling or ferreting yes that is illegal but the big thing there was a big war between the u.s and something back in the 70s and 80s which the u.s lost and keeps losing and it was called the war on drugs yes and I think we could all safely say that drugs have won the war on drugs. Yes, they have. Congratulations, Definitely. drugs. <laughs> you fought a good fight. And you won. Speaking of drugs. Oh, nice segue. Okay, I like your transition. That was smooth. I didn't mess it up for you, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. I'm listening. Go on. I did come across an article from a number of years back. About this mafia chief who was the biggest cocaine smuggler in Italy. He was finally caught after being on the lam for a number of years. He is noted because this drug smuggler has a permanent erection. Uh, that I don't think is medically possible because your dick will fall off. It'll, it actually goes gangrenous and it rots. Yes, according to all the articles i've read about this man he has this permanent erection or the erection just keeps coming i mean not like coming i just he cannot he cannot control it supposedly 
this is a condition, this this priapism, we've talked about priapism before, and he claims that his excessive use of cocaine caused this priapism. It has been documented that cocaine can cause it. I, I looked at a number of medical journals, like the uh, Journal of American Medicine. They did have a priapism associated with chronic cocaine abuse, and there's a number of other papers throughout the years where this is documented. So he claims he has a constant erection because of his massive cocaine use. We covered in this uh, podcast for Halloween a woman who did too much cocaine and ended up with locked-in syndrome. It's, it's true. She ended up paralyzed from... Yeah, cocaine will do all sorts of interesting things to you. Yeah, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> so this guy... He has a permanent direction, according to every single article I've found on him. Because of this permanent direction, he was originally caught back in 2009. But at his sentencing, he pleaded with the judge. He stood in the courtroom with a pack of ice on his groin to prevent his erection from exploding in the courtroom. He pleaded with the judge that if he were sent to jail, the other prisoners would tease him about his constant erection. He convinced the judge to let him have home arrest instead while he was awaiting further arraignment. They gave him home arrest, but then he escaped from his home and went on the lam. They finally caught him in 2017 because he was sending Christmas cards and making Christmas phone calls to family back in Italy. And while he was still on the loose, he was making huge cocaine smuggling deals between South America and Italy. That man did not learn his lesson. He didn't. They finally apprehended him. He went to jail back in 2017. Erections or not, who cares? Mercilessly <laughs> teased about his cocaine-addled boner. <laughs> yes, well. There is a great quote from the Daily Star. One of the Italian cops who was involved in catching this man said, he can expect a stiff penalty when he returns to Italy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you can, you know how much it delighted the cop to say that. Uh, I would have wanted to say it too. I don't blame that cop. Stiff, uh, super stiff. Super stiff penalty. Speaking of cocaine. Oh, nice segue. Go on. <laughs> I'm on a roll here. Yeah, yeah. A little while ago, a toy hit the market is this plush dancing cactus. Is it called Sniffy McGee? No, it's not called Sniffy McGee. I, I will show you. Let me show you a video. Okay, I'm going to show you this video of this, this cactus, and it's dancing. The cactus itself is playing this song, which I will insert here. That song is a Polish song. This this. Toy is meant for children. It is a children's plush dancing cactus toy. It is marketed heavily in Taiwan. Unfortunately, just a little while ago, there was a Polish mother who was living in Taichung, and she was in a department store where this cactus was being sold. She recognized the song that the cactus was singing in Polish. It turns out that this song is a popular rap song from Poland, and I'm going to read you the lyrics of this song. Please do. The only thing in my head is five grams of cocaine. 
fly away alone to the edge of oblivion. I have thoughts in my head. When will all this end? Whenever I'm not alone, because a white eel will fly in. Chemistry party. I want to go skiing to the dealer, not the Alps. Oh, fuck. I think I'm going to die. If I don't snort something soon, I want to touch the star so badly. But none of this since I'm on a descent. Total mega damn descent. And I dream of entering like a dragon. When I think dancing cactuses, uh, that's not the Polish rap song that comes to mind. But someone has very strong feelings about cocaine. But this is the song that wound up in the dancing cactus. They they call it the uh, Polish dancing cow song. Because there was an internet meme going around that had this dancing cow that was moving to this song. People thought it was a funny song because if you hear the song, it just sounds like a weird kid song. I will be honest. I would not listen to that song and think that it was an enthusiastic uh, celebration of snorting the white eel. Or cocaine and suicide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't really read. It doesn't scan in the ear like cocaine and suicide. The song is actually by this Polish rapper named Sipis C Y P I S. Uh, you can understand why I guess this Taiwanese company that is marketing this dancing cactus, and you can find it anywhere. I've seen it on Amazon on so many different sites selling this dancing cactus. They thought it was just this happy Polish kids song. It sounds like a happy (laughs) Polish kid song. So imagine this Polish mother's surprise who just happens to be in the the store and this dancing cactus is singing this song about doing tons of cocaine and killing herself. Unexpected. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But but I I don't, you know, run it through Google Translate, I think, is, is the public service announcement we're trying to give you today is don't just, it's like people getting tattoos in the wrong language. And they're like, this means acceptance. I have an acquaintance who got acceptance tattooed uh, on their lower back, and it was supposed to be about life. But it's a mistranslation, and it actually reads to receive. So they got to receive, which is a bit different than acceptance tattooed yeah. right above their ass. Make sure that you got the proper translation if something's in a foreign language. I do know lots of people that have the Japanese or Chinese character for a certain word on them, only to find out later it, it means nothing what they thought it meant. It's just the usually the tattoo artist has no idea what they're doing. They're like, oh, yeah, this means beauty or love or yeah. Sure, whatever. Or dumb white person. Yeah. One last thing about cocaine. Okay. You know, we are on a roll. I'm on Wait, a roll on. with the cocaine. <laughs> Well, once you, once you start doing the okay. Coke, you just got to keep moving with the Coke. Because once I started looking at the Coke, I just, right, kept, right, I sure. just kept riding kept that going. rail. Okay. The, were you riding the white eel? I was okay. riding that white eel. I found out that one of the first uses for cocaine as medicine came from Dr. Carl Kohler, who was an Austrian ophthalmologist. Do you know how he was using cocaine? Uh, I know that in the beginning it was used as a numbing agent. Yes. Well, so they were using it for anesthesia. Right. He started using it. He was the first person that started using it for cataract surgery. Prior to that, they had no anesthesia for cataract surgery. Oh. Could you imagine? I don't They would have to strap the people down because you're not put out. They found that ether or chloroform would actually make the person 
nauseous or vomit, which you don't want happening mm. when you have them strapped down and you're cutting into their eyeball eyeballs to remove a cataract. So they couldn't use it. So they had no anesthetic to use oh. for eye surgery. He found oh. that when he soaked their eye in a solution of cocaine, it numbed it enough. As he states, he found that patients no longer flinched when the scalpel touched their eye. Oh, gosh. I'm flinching right now. I'm just so glad that we are living in the modern world where we have modern anesthetics. And I can't imagine just being fully sober, having to go to the eye doctor and just... Most like my eyes thing. forced open, me strapped out. He's like, I'm coming at you with the scalpel right into your fucking eyeball. Do you know that it has been theorized that the advent of anesthesia is one of the things that have caused people to become less religious? Hmm. I did not. Through most of human history, all we had was God. We had no painkillers. We had no antibiotics. You could get sick at any moment. If you had to have surgery, it was your odds of surviving it were like one in three. And as medicine has increased, people relied on God less Hmm. and people became less religious. But, you know, 200 years ago, we had operating theaters. People didn't know to wash their hands. And the whole point was the speed. You had to move super quickly. It was like, here, you know, have some alcohol, which will thin out your blood, or we're just going to do it with you dead sober and hold on to something. And not only that, but when you're being sliced open, you're in a theater and people are just staring at you screaming. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know something that has caused a lot of people to believe in God. Is it cocaine? Well, maybe cocaine, but I was going to say hallucinogenic drugs. Oh, (laughs) because I'm going to end it here with hallucinogenic drugs. Okay, go on. I've been reporting now for a number of months. They keep finding different studies for different hallucinogenic drugs and their effect on depression and anxiety. There is a new study out about what drug. Well, we've discussed MDMA yes. and ketamine uh-huh. and uh, mushrooms Mm-hmm. And so what drug is left? And also nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide. Right, right. That's about, and it's not cocaine. It's not cocaine. Uh, I've actually known a lot of people that get more anxious on the cocaine, I would say. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm running out of drugs. I don't know. What drug would it be? Ayahuasca. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. That that checks. There's a new study out. The Global Ayahuasca Project conducted a study between 2017 and 2020, which involved more than 11,000 people. They did find nearly 94% of the respondents to the study experienced at least some sort of improvement in their depression symptoms. Don't they also use ayahuasca for uh, withdrawal and rehab? They ayahuasca might. treatments. Yeah, they I, might. Yeah. I think it didn't um Burroughs swear he by did the ayahuasca. A, yeah, the he I have the book that he did, the ayahuasca papers, which is just extended details of him on his hands and knees puking in jungles. It's a lot of puking. Uh but I do believe ayahuasca is used to treat PTSD and to help people get off of drugs. Uh-huh. Well there there's been other studies around this as well. There was a 2013 study. Uh, led by the University of Victoria in Canada that found that ayahuasca therapy causes significant improvements in uh, empowerment, mindfulness, quality of life, meaning, and outlook. 
there was also another 2020 study from the University of California where they did brain scans on 50 different people. They gave some ayahuasca and they gave other ones a placebo. And they found that the psychedelic experience induced by the ayahuasca had a long-lasting effect on the functional organization of brain networks supporting higher-order cognitive and effective functions. So where can I get some ayahuasca? Uh, the jungles of Brazil. Okay. It's, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's one of those things where you ask yourself, how the fuck did somebody come up with this? Because it, the, the main ingredient is DMT. But our bodies process DMT so fast that you can eat a pound of pure DMT and you won't feel any effects because our liver processes it. You have to take an MAOI with it in order for your body to not process it and it breaks the blood-brain barrier and you get high from it. So somehow these indigenous tribes found these two completely different plants in the middle of the rainforest, decided to bring them together, boil them for hours to get the natural occurring MAOI and the natural occurring DMT out of the plants, and then decide to drink this horrible smelling liquid. If you look into the history of how Native Americans came up with acorn flour, acorn itself is very bitter and actually is a poisonous and toxic. But when you are desperate for food and you have no internet, a lot of time on your hands, you're looking at your environment, what can I do? And how many people had to be horribly sick or die? How many hundreds of years does it take to be like, we're going to take the acorns, we're going to soak them, uh, we're going to grind them down, we have to do triple soaks of this, and how many people had to get sick and die before you figure out how you combine these ingredients together? Yeah. But pe people were hungry and had a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> They're diligent. Yeah. I'm just going to throw a bunch of stuff in this pot and start cooking it for hours and then drink it and see what happens. Let's see if it'll kill me. If not, let's see right. if it'll kill that's, Ted over there. Right. Yeah. That's how that worked. Oh, well, so I, my, my whole takeaway from this, as we keep getting more and more studies that they're doing on psychedelics, is it seems like all these psychedelics couldn't hurt if you're feeling a little down and you might, you know, owe it to society. Maybe we should start mandating that everybody start taking psychedelics. That's our PSA. Not that that's, we're, no, that's not we're not advocating. That's, no, no, no. That's, that's that we're your not, PSA. We're not Don't advocating drag, drug use. I'm not dragging Don't your drag good name into this. Into that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all you, baby. All right. Well, that's all I'm saying. You know what? The, yeah, yeah. The evidence is there. The ev yes, that's true. Don't just do it for yourself. Do it for the good of everyone else. Well, that's, that's a pretty good pitch. There actually. you go. Right. <laughs> Happy fourth to you. I know that it should be the second, but we're not celebrating the second, so it's the fourth. I think we got through this with very minimal explosions. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard a couple on my end. Right. But happy fourth to all of you out there or whatever day you happen to be listening to this. We hope it's well. Maybe you're on your way to go see a shaman and drink some ayahuasca in the middle of the rainforest. Hopefully. If so, if let us do, know. you do, send us a postcard. Yeah, and pictures. Yeah, yeah. We're curious. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, you, for sure. I believe you got a uh, jaunty salute for these five folks. Too. It's pretty jaunty, actually. I really enjoyed this podcast. This was a lot of fun. All right. One jaunty salute for you and our listeners who can't see it, but they can hear it. Let me see if I can get it to ricochet off my forehead loudly enough. Oh, ow, hit, why are you hitting yourself in the head? That hurt. Don't okay. hit yourself. Well, I was trying you to get- You have to good, suffer for your art, I suppose. I, yes. I was trying to get good acoustics with my jaunty salute so they would know that I was really doing one. All right. Okay. Now my head hurts.
We will check in with you all next week. Go take an aspirin. Bye, everyone. I shall. Bye.